Welcome to the PRISM Daily Podcast. Our hope is by listening each day, you'll be encouraged to meditate on the promises of God and find peace in His presence. This fall, our pastor is reading through sections of his forthcoming book, The Narrow Trail, A Wanderer's Guide to Finding Jesus. This book was written in concert with this fall's PRISM teaching series about our church's values. You can listen to our Sunday messages on PRISM's webpage. Here's Pastor Chuck. Genuine Disciples Genuinely Follow Jesus Understanding that the church is the body of Christ and that Jesus has commanded us to be part of that is an important biblical directive to acknowledge. To ignore this is to shortchange the process of discipleship in our life. We learn to follow Jesus in and through other believers. To disobey God in this regard is to say, I don't trust what Jesus says to do. We all cheer when the crazy televangelists or the misogynist power leaders are called out for their abuses in the name of God. I can get a culture-wide amen from people who won't think twice about ignoring Jesus when it comes to their own misdeeds and rebellions. We react a little differently when we're the ones being called out. However, as offensive as some misrepresentations of Christianity may be, They do not eradicate the truth of what Jesus says or the character of God that he has demonstrated in his life. That his disciples are, relatively speaking, really bad at imitating him is no surprise to anyone who is a self-aware Christ follower. That doesn't lessen the negative impact of religious imposters or soften the painful blows of religious leaders who have done and said things that have harmed us. I get that. But to be a disciple of Jesus, we need to know that our Lord has taken into account the foibles of fools and sincerely wants our best when he commands us to not only receive from our church, but give of ourselves to it. The spirit of our individualistic culture is that we are independent, strong, competent people who prize our autonomy. The most resistant to authority are celebrated in the lore of popular culture. Whether they're shunning their parents' rules or telling their boss to take this job and shove it, popular culture loves the rebel. The scriptures say that the heart of human beings is deceitful and rebellious by nature, which makes the task of following Jesus difficult for all. The nature of being his disciple is to walk behind him and emulate his words and actions. The core of being a follower of another person is to submit to their directives, which really sits poorly with our humanity. Mentioning words like authority or accountability often elicits responses akin to fingernails on a chalkboard. The notion of submitting to anyone or anything conjures up images of slavery and oppression. Yet there is no escaping the New Testament teaching that Jesus was the incarnation of God and that to be a disciple or follower of Jesus is to follow him and submit to his definitions of truth, justice, love, and whatever else he had to say about life and faith. The foolishness, and at times evil, of some who call themselves Christians makes it difficult for many to even associate with Christ followers. The result is that they distance themselves from any local church community in the same way they avoid certain relatives at family reunions. A friend of mine who knows I'm a minister shared with me the painfully embarrassing story of just such an encounter. Her friend, who is a television newscaster in the Pacific Northwest, identifies publicly as a gay man. 
During the first week of Pride Month 2020, he received the following anonymous letter in the mail at his workplace. It read, quote, The Bible says that homosexuality is an abomination. That means that the thought of it makes God sick to his stomach. It is sexual perversion, and they will be punished with eternal damnation, unquote. I have a photo of the actual letter, so this story is verifiable. My friend told me that for many LGBTQ people, this is a regular occurrence. Only a coward writes an anonymous hate letter. I can also tell you that the original Hebrew translation of the word abomination is not the thought of it makes God sick to his stomach. Even if you believe that biblical marriage is defined as being only between a man and a woman, which I do, and that sex is reserved exclusively for the covenant of marriage, which scripture clearly says it is, you're still called to be shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves in your communication of these truths. It is beyond absurd that a so-called Christian would think God wants them to send nasty anonymous letters to people who are no more sinful than they are, or scream slurs at gay people as they drive by in their car. While you may never have done this, I wonder if you have openly condemned the Westboro Baptist Church types or other crass online attacks made by crazed numbskulls calling themselves Christians. I hope so. Real Christians love their neighbors. A follower of Jesus follows Jesus. And followers of Jesus in our time are commanded by Scripture to have other Christians walk with us for encouragement and to sharpen our faith. We all need accountability, and the crux of Christian discipleship is hearing the truth of the gospel through the words of other Christians in our church community. How do I know that the local church is so central to discipleship? Because every New Testament letter was written to local churches and not to a formless, ungoverned, invisible church. Even the book of Revelation has specific addresses from God to particular local churches. Here are just a few of the admonitions from Scripture that suggest that an in-person, genuine community of disciples must learn about Jesus and grow in their faith together as a church. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1-2, through two, quote, You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others, unquote. Titus chapter 2, verse 7, quote, In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, unquote. And finally, Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 and 16, quote, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. You've been listening to the Prism Daily Podcast. If you'd like more information about Prism Church, visit our website, prismchurch.com.